Oh, we didn't do an intro. There's nothing funny to say. Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have a brand new show for you today. We are really excited to talk about this mm. with you. Today, we're talking about cheerleading or church. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a great show. All right. Um, this came about in a couple of conversations we were having with our pastor. Yeah. Over the state of the majority of churches in, as I tiptoe on this one as much as possible, our area, our region, the North American church. We'll go with North America. We're going real wide. We'll make it real broad. And we were discussing the, you know, essentially just what a lot of churches are like these days. And through the course of the conversation, I might have coined the phrase that it's a lot of churches are cheerleading. Mm-hmm. They're not church. There, there's, and yeah, you're gonna, some people might get upset with this, and that's cool. And, you know, send me your hate mail and we can talk. But they are places of encouragement, which is good. Which is good. We all like being encouraged. They are exciting they're full of they're changing a lot there's a lot Mm -hmm. going on there's a lot of action there's a lot of things that are you know superficially tugging at your heartstrings shall we say Mm -hmm. your emotions they're they're designed yes yeah the the program can be designed to evict an emotion from you Mm -hmm. and i use both the program on purpose and evicting emotions on purpose, on purpose as yeah. as someone who has gone down the vein of quote unquote motivational speakers as well as been involved in some high level <laughs> motivational speaking mm-hmm. um not myself but i've been involved in events where that is the case um so we really we were digging into it mm-hmm. and in the conversation that that's what kind of made me go yeah it's a lot of it's cheer cheerleading, cheerleading. it's rah rah it's go team we're great you're the best you don't do anything wrong yeah you're going keep to it win. up keep it up go 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 which on the surface is great and, and is needed and in, uh, there's an element of that yeah we all need to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. We all need to be lifted up. We all need to be told, keep on going. You got this. You got this. The little engine that could. Yeah. That. Little kids. That's um, what I yeah, go too often. Kids. You know, it, none of that in and of itself is bad. Mm-hmm. Where I get concerned is that those environments, they attract a lot of people. And they get excited because, again, you're being encouraged. You feel good it's an event but i always wonder how much depth is there Mm -hmm. and how much after that initial you get in the door and ooh, this is fun right and you leave feeling good about yourself at what point is it just a social club 
Because if all you're doing is being encouraged and talking about how great you are, mm-hmm. what's the difference between a church like that and the Lions Club? Nothing against the Lions Club. Um, no idea what they do other than signs on highways. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Lions Club or the Black Friars or, or honestly, whatever even, the heck you know, is. network meetings where people get together yeah. and kind of encourage and cheer each other on. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. And, you know, as, as we were fleshing this one out, talking about it, Something hit me. If we're going down the vein of cheerleading, mm. where are cheerleaders? On the sidelines. In the end zone. They're in the stands. They're, mm. you know, you, you, you watch a college Off football to the game. Side. The only time they're on the field is when the marching band is there. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not in the game. They're People not. People don't come. Again. It's not that they're not important. But people don't come to the game for the cheerleaders. Typically, no. Typically, no. Typically, no. Um, And yes, there's cheerleading competitions, but come on, work with me for a minute. Um, When you go to watch a football game, Mm -hmm. they're on the sidelines. Yeah. They're not in the game. They're not playing. They're not winning. They're not the ones fighting for that prize. Yeah. So when we really look at what church is supposed to be, well, it is supposed to be all of those things mm-hmm. it's have, supposed have to an be encouraging of that. Yeah. it's supposed to be uplifting it's supposed to you know be a place of safety mm-hmm. um it's supposed to be a place where you can you know connect with your neighbor right have Community, friends fellowship right? like, all of that is there but that's like the the initial first mm-hmm. step and how often in a lot of those environments is that where it ends Mm-hmm. Right, where is the, where is the inspiration, the godly inspiration? Not the. You're doing a great job in life. Life's hard, but you're fighting through. Good for you. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Where is the. Power. Mm-hmm. Of God, where is heck? Hmm. Where's God's word? In a lot of those environments. And that shouldn't be a question that we should have to ask anymore, but that's a very valid question anymore. We know of, a, I was going to say a handful, but it's, it's way be, more it's than that. It's beyond a handful. I wish we it was only a handful. We know a ton of churches that are very <clears> popular. <throat> yep. And you will never find a Bible in there. Except maybe by a speaker. Possibly. You noticed I didn't say pastor. Again. Words matter on purpose. Um, There's a lot of those environments where nobody brings a Bible. Nobody has a Bible app on their phone. Nobody's coming to be changed, corrected. Definitely not corrected. Definitely not corrected. Um, They're not coming for reproof. They're not coming for some of the things that the Bible say are so important. They're coming to pat themselves on their back. I went to church. I went to church and therefore I'm a good person and therefore God is on my side and therefore I've done my duty for the hour mm-hmm. on my Sunday. And I've given, you know, that- Maybe an hour. Maybe an hour, you know, that hand <laughs> clap. To finish. Um, hey, and if you're going to church for an hour on Sunday, don't stop. Yeah. By any means, don't don't take this as a don't go anymore. We want we want to get kind of past that and realize that there's more to what church yeah. is supposed to be than just that encouragement. 
because the Bible says, 2 Timothy 3, 6, and we've touched on it, that, <clears throat> that the scriptures, which are supposed to be preached in the church, are there for, they're profitable for doctrine, but they're there for reproof, correction, they're there for instruction in righteousness, and that's, that's part of what's supposed to be included. So it's more than just the cheerleading side of it. Yeah. The, the second that you walk into the door, Mm-hmm. Right. It should. It should invoke an emotion. That's fine. But it should be creasing your heart to a point mm-hmm. where you feel compelled to be better, <clears throat> to dig deeper, mm-hmm. to search her. To, like, to try and find out more. To build your relationship with Jesus Christ, your Savior, and to be who He has called you to be according to His purpose, not your own, mm-hmm. and to be able to improve in, not, in, not in, in a way that God wants to improve you yeah. and change you. Well, that, I think that's the biggest part of it is that it's not just about encouragement. Well, that's there, and and well, that's. And like, I will leave church feeling encouraged, that's and a I huge am, part and of I am church. grateful for it. And a lot of times, I am glad to have gone because this past week was not pleasant in some aspect or another. And I get to go to church, and I do. I get to feel encouraged and kind yeah. of strengthened and built back Refreshed. up. Refreshed. Yes. Yeah. Which is awesome. So we want that for sure. But it, there, there's. There should be an opportunity and there should be a desire to grow. And what I, what I typically come back to is if, if you go to church and on the surface it's no different than anything else that you do it's just another, in, in that vein. Another day, another meeting. So I've been in, I've, I, not that I work in the corporate world, but I own a company that, you know, like most industries, they have trade shows, they have events, they have things you can go to. Yeah. And I have been to a bunch of those events, either at trade shows or at like leadership retreats or blah, 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 blah. And almost every time at some point throughout the, the week or the mm-hmm. couple of days or whatever, there's some encourager inspiration person there's somebody cheer some cheerleader some cheerleader who's there and you sit in the room and they get up on stage and they're all excited Mm. and they're walking back and forth real fast and talking to people and engaging the audience and there's nothing necessarily spiritual about it Mm. but it's the same as a the, the the feeling that you leave that session with right is not any different than a lot of the cheerleading cheerleading churches cheerleading churches yes that, that i've been to and not not that i visit a lot of churches but but I even just around. from conversations that mm-hmm. we've had just from other people um you know we've been there we yeah it's like. yeah but it's it i think the where the delta is is that we've gotten to this point as a society where we're we're very sensitive and everything is just okay. And everything has to be encouraging, and, and, and everybody needs the pat on the back, mm-hmm. which we do. We all need a pat on the back. I get it. 
But when you read through, especially the Gospels, mm. right? Jesus was not necessarily the super lovey-dovey, ooey-gooey person that, you know, the kids' Bible stories portray him as. Right. And again, there's nothing wrong with those. But like, we've got young kids. Mm -hmm. We're reading them, you know, devotions and Bible stories mm -hmm. a lot and all this other stuff. And when you read those, your impression would be that Jesus was very much a there, there. Yes. You're great. You're, You're going to be fine. okay. And we overlook the fact that, yes, <clears throat> he was an encourager. And yes, he was kind and gentle. And loving and all those things. And he also flipped tables and tossed people out of the sanctuary. <sighs> or in his case, the temple. Right. I'm not encouraging that. Do not toss people <laughs> out of your sanctuary. Unless they really need it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Right now, um, no. <laughs> stop it. Okay. You know who I'm talking to. Stop um. doing it. But he was strong. His teachings were strong. Yes. I personally get offended when someone implies that Jesus was this meek and mild person at all times. Mm. Where what he really was, was someone who stood up to the authority of the day, mm -hmm. yeah. called them out, got in their face, yeah. and did things that were completely opposed to the religious leaders. And to the religious leaders and honestly society, society in general. Society, yeah. Whether it was him flipping the money changers tables in the temple mm -hmm. when they took it over and turned it into a bazaar. Right. Whether it was him talking to the prostitute at, like, at the well. Mm-hmm. Which again, nobody talked to her in public ever. Right, yep. And he went over and had compassion and talked to her. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we're, we continually have this feeling in the church world that Jesus has to be kind. And Jesus would never tell you when you did anything wrong. Well, even wrong. people had a hard time when he went to go talk to Zacchaeus because he exactly. was a tax collector. Exactly. There are, there are so many examples where... Jesus was strong, where Jesus corrected people, uh -huh. where he rebuked people, where he did all these things. Where he expected change from people. Even from his disciples. Oh, absolutely. Right? He was ruthless mm -hmm. in how he corrected and demanded and what change. He, yeah, and what he had them do and mm -hmm. made them do and expected of yeah, them. Yeah, the expectation was The huge. commitment, everything. And yet on the flip side... So many of us look at church today, and, and again, I, I'm using church synonymously with your your Christian walk. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm not just talking about the building and the meeting, mm -hmm. but it, it it they kind of flow together a lot, mm -hmm. right? But there should be in your walk and in your church. There should be anointing. There should be power. There should be strength. Mm. There should also be encouragement and compassion and all of these things. Yes. But not just those. It can't just be a rah-rah, go team. Well, At some yeah. point, you got to get out there and you got to, to use a football analogy, you got to block. You got to kick. You got to punt. Yes. You got to catch the ball. You, you, you have to put the work in. So here's, you, you go off to that and I just think about like 
we live we're we're walking in a battle in this world right now. Mm-hmm. We are we are in the middle of a battle. Um, that life out there is not easy. So when we go to church, we're not just being encouraged, but we need to be taught and we need to know how to defend ourselves. We need to know how to fight our enemy. We need to know how to um, find strength within ourselves. You know, our kids, they're, Cohen, our oldest is eight. And what we did for him and what he did when he was, you know, a baby, we had to feed him. Mm-hmm. We had to carry him because he couldn't walk, but we never wanted him to stay oh, as gosh, a no. baby. He's who, a heavy kid now. He's a big kid. He takes after this one. And rude. Accurate. Anyway. Still rude. Still accurate. It hurts a little bit. But we didn't want him. We didn't want to have to feed him. I'm big boned. You're you're <laughs> perfect, honey. He's perfect. Um, but we didn't want to have to still be feeding him we didn't want to still be carrying him we expect him to go from that baby stage and increasingly grow step by step step Mm -hmm. by step increasing doing more on his own doing more by himself having more knowledge having more capabilities being able to i mean and at eight years old he can cook food he can do laundry i mean not all the food but i mean you know he can make some of the meals himself including using the stove he can make his bed he can um, he can rake the leaves. He can shovel the driveway. He couldn't do that when he was a baby, and we don't want him to stay there. And it's the same way when it comes yeah. to church and your Christian walk. We don't want to stay as that baby. There's nothing else in life where you would be comfortable at an entry level. A single position, you never moving forward. You don't want to get a job as like a sweeper at a big box store, mm-hmm. right? Where all you do is you show up and you sweep the floor. Mm-hmm. Everyone has some level of ambition to move up that line, Yeah. right? To progress. Mm-hmm. Not, and not everyone's gonna be a manager, we get it. But there should always be that progression in life. Nobody yes. wants to stay in grade one. Nope. Right? Yeah. First grade, whatever. First grade. No one wants to stay at the bottom of the rung of a company in their job. No. Nobody wants to just do, you know, the least of the least. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to progress. But there are a lot of Christian walks Mm -hmm. where all you got past was the encouragement. God loves you. You got in the door. Stage. Yeah. And a lot of that is on us as individuals, Mm -hmm. right? But a lot of it is also on your leaders. Because if your leaders are not providing you a path mm-hmm. to continue to grow and to continue to progress, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, there's a lot of cheerleading type environments where that there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. You can only you, you you can only travel a little bit, and then you hit the ceiling, and that's it. Yeah, and you know again the. the this is not a, well, I'm not picking on those churches, but I'm trying to encourage people to take a look at where you're going to church, mm-hmm. especially if you're one of those like, hey, I watch from home. Um, mm-hmm. We had to do that like by law for a while. We mm-hmm. wanted to get we, back we, in the building as soon uh, as we stink and cook. Yeah. So if you're still there, maybe check yourself a little bit um 
but there's there's so much that a your Christian walk offers you that the Bible offers you that if you are stuck mm. in one of those situations where all you're getting is just the plain same old motivational you're not, speech you're not being encouraged or challenged yep. to improve yeah. to grow to increase in your walk there's not more expected of you take this as an opportunity to be challenged but again as as we've said it across the board and a lot of other things this benefits you mm-hmm. because there's so much more on the other end yep. past the cheerleading once you get into the growth and the moving forward there's so much more for you there's so that deeper relationship with jesus that stronger relationship with your pastor and with the leaders within your church there's so much more for you in doing so because God has so much more that he wants to give to us, mm-hmm. but he so often is waiting. So uh, although encourage, being encouraged is great, please understand that there's also needs to be a place for growth. That God's anointing and power when it's in the house is not there just to make sure we're okay, which it is, but it's also to move us forward, to get us our healings, to get us more anointing, mm-hmm. to bring us to a new level. And we got to level up. And that's something that's so important. Yep. And, um, so go, go take a look at it. Level, level yourself. Level up, up right? Yeah, perfect. In your walk with God. Is and that your, a new tagline? Level up? Yeah. It can be. Oh, I mean, that's be. a good one because we could do that in every aspect. But yeah. There we go. So, wrapping it up again be encouraged but also be challenged yes there's so much more out there you can find it you can dig deep to get it mm-hmm. so thanks again for watching uh we're going to leave it there if you want to connect with us you can find us on facebook youtube twitter Insta. instagram we are not on tiktok uh-uh. uh, but you can find us at any of those mm-hmm. under the matt and fiona show obviously if you found this show the links are in the bottom you'll find um, more So again, tune in next week. We'll have another great episode for you. Shoot us some feedback. We'd love to connect with you. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. Bye now.